0: Welcome to another episode of What Do You Mean You've Never Streamed, a podcast that explores and analyzes prestigious and popular streaming series that are current, super expensive and edgy. Yes, I am your host, Jonathan Cologne, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Max Abelman. Hello, everybody. And sitting in for this next series of recaps, we're going to have Pam Cologne Say hello, Pam. Hello. What would you like to tell us about yourself?
1: I love movies. I love TV. If they would pay me to do it, I could be a professional binger. I learned that during <laughs> COVID. I can watch hours of TV without stopping.
2: Yes, you heard it here first, folks. Pam. Would gladly be a professional binger during the COVID. A binger, a (laughs) binger, or a binger, a binger. Anyways, we're glad to have you on, Pam.
0: Yes. For those of you who don't know us personally, and first of all, my condolences because you really should know us personally. I feel bad for you if you don't. For those of you who don't know us personally, Pam is my and Jennifer's mother. Yes. Jennifer and I are siblings and Pam is our mother. And she's my legal mother. Yes. Or mother-in-law to those of you who use real words.
1: (laughs) And also James Alexander's mother.
0: Yes. The creator of all of our cover art. So this is... Is a real family uh, outing. Yeah,
2: family <laughs> operation.
0: One of the reasons we have invited Pam to join us on the recaps of our show that I guess we should finally announce what we're doing. House of the Dragon. Yeah. The Game of Thrones prequel series that apparently everyone on Earth is watching already.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's already been renewed for season two after it was only out for like three days. Mm-hmm. But Pam, out of all of us here at the podcast, is the only one who has actually watched all of Game of thrones is that correct pam
1: that is correct
0: you've seen every single episode
1: every episode
0: you saw Jon snow die and come back to life
1: yes and the red wedding
0: the red wedding uh, oh Oh, a lot of people died at that, right?
2: That's what I heard at the very least. But they got their revenge eventually.
0: Max and I, neither of us have watched Game of Thrones. We've seen a lot of media that's related to it. But at the time it came out, I was working a job where I did a lot of traveling. And it was one of those things where I just had too many things to watch. I never really quite got into it. Although Mm -hmm. fantasy and adventure stuff is really in my wheelhouse. I really enjoy Lord of the Rings and the Chronicles of Narnia. And a lot of that sword and sorcery stuff is fun for me. But I just never got into Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then by the time I could have gotten into it, everybody hated it. So <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I was kind of relieved that I wasn't really invested because then I wasn't disappointed by the ending. But we're going to watch and review all of the episodes of House of the Dragon. Yeah. And the nice thing about this is because it's a prequel, we don't really have to have watched all the Game of Thrones in order to enjoy it because this takes place before Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Well, before we begin, do you have any thoughts about the history of Game game of thrones or anything you want to say about your experience having watched it before Pam, Um,
1: yeah i didn't start it from the beginning it was already in season five Mm. but then i binged it and quickly caught up but by the time i caught up it had already aired its final episode so i didn't have to like wait for it Mm -hmm. which in some ways i prefer to watch tv shows that way that you don't have to wait every week for the next one yeah Um, i would agree with that so some of
0: those seasons were a year and a half two years apart too yeah. yeah,
1: they were. They were pretty far apart. So in some ways, I kind of like to wait till the season is over to watch just the whole thing. So you don't have to get, you know, hung up on what's going to happen next. You can just watch it. But as far as the ending goes, I know it was very unpopular, but I found it very satisfying mm-hmm. and true to the story. Hmm. I just felt like that was the best ending they could have done to stay true to it. If they had done something else, I feel like that would have been just to satisfy the fans. Or I just felt it was a very... Very good ending. Hmm.
0: All right. Well, we are here to talk about something that happened 200
2: years before. Ooh, The House of the Dragon. There will be houses. Yes. There are already many dragons. There
0: are dragons. They have 10 dragons. That's a lot of dragons. I can't wait to see all those dragons. Just a little background on the show. House of the Dragon is an American fantasy drama television series, a prequel to Game of Thrones, as we've said. It is the second show in the franchise. Both series are based on the A Song of Ice and Fire novels by George R.R. Martin, and House of the Dragon was created by George R.R. Martin, and Ryan Condal for HBO, and starring Patty Considine, Emma Darcy, Matt Smith, Reese Ivans, Steve Toussaint, Eve Best, Sonoya Mizuno, Fabian Frankel, Olivia Cook, Millie Alcock, Emily Carey, and Graham McTavish. Mm-hmm. And we have just finished watching the first episode, The
2: Heirs of the Dragon. Ooh. The Ears of the Dragon? No, Heirs. Heirs of the Dragon. Oh, like H-E-I-R-S. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. That's a good they title. They are. Sorry, I'm not used to titles that make sense anymore from all the things that we review. Yes. Usually the title just makes no sense. has nothing to do with the episode. Mm-hmm. Just a real brief plot description. This takes place, as we said,
0: 200 years before Game of Thrones, and it starts with the succession of King Jaehaerys Targaryen, who convenes a great council to determine which of his two closest relatives will become the ruler of the seven kingdoms upon his death. He had two sons, both of whom died, and each son had at least one child. So the two people who are competing to become the heir of the king are Prince Viserys and Princess Rhaenys. So because, of course, this is a male-dominated world, the male heir is chosen, and nine years later, King Viserys is awaiting the birth of his second child. He and his wife, Queen Emma, have a daughter named Rhaenyra, and they're about to have this big tournament to celebrate the birth of the heir the king is certain that the new heir is going to be a boy who will then replace his current heir prince damon who's played by matt smith who those of you who,
1: who? i love matt smith
0: those few who love terminator genesis he was in that oh yeah <laughs> he was matt also Smith
2: of terminator Gen- genesis fame. fame
0: yeah terminator genesis fame <laughs> he was also in doctor who Who? Yes. and he was the first prince philip in the crown
2: yeah and now we get to see his butt
0: we do Yeah. More than once, I think.
2: I thought it was once. We watched it twice, so it's hard to tell anymore. Right. <laughs> so anyway, the Prince Damon guy, he's hes a bit of a scoundrel. Oh, he? yeah. He's just a wacky guy who likes murder and deceit. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. The king seems like a real nice guy. He's, he does. He's like
0: gentle. He's and a nice guy. He tells jokes at the king's council, and he's very excited about having a son. Of course, because this is a fantasy story about kings and queens, the queen dies in childbirth because they perform a C-section without any hope whatsoever that they will save her life. They're like, well, the baby's breached. There's no way for us to save the queen. Either she's going to die and the baby's going to die or just she's going to die. So the king chooses to sacrifice the queen, but then the baby dies anyway. So in the aftermath of the queen and prince's funeral, the king's council comes together and they want King Viserys to name a new heir because they think King Daemon is dangerous and he's in charge of the city watch who have become under his tutelage, super violent and meeting out justice without the courts. They just go out and kill people. And if you're a thief, they cut your hand off. If you're a rapist, they cut something else off. And if you're yeah. a murderer, they just cut your head off. Yeah, seems so, fair you know, to me. With no
1: real evidence. No, they just no. they just
0: point at people and say, thief. Yeah. Yeah. So that scene is, is very graphic and, it and is. unpleasant to watch. They feel like Prince Damon is a bad dude and that he would be a bad king and that it would destabilize the region if he became king. And they're also concerned that he's going to try to assassinate King Viserys. Probable, so, yeah. Which he I probable. would be concerned. So they decide that Princess Rhaenyra is going to be the new heir. It's a good choice. And the king calls her to him. They haven't spoken since the funeral. And he tells her the story of the Song of Ice and Fire, warns her that the great winter is coming. And we all know from Game of Thrones that winter is coming was yeah, a big, big deal.
1: Thing. They said it every episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Didn't well, they've happened. said it this time. And we also heard Dracarys, which is how you get the dragons to breathe fire yeah is by commanding them dracorus
2: oh yeah it's yeah. not like and
0: she sh- has a cool dragon too
2: she does have a cool dragon syrax
0: is her name it's a lady dragon Ooh, yeah.
1: yeah and i thought it was funny when she told her friend right she's sort of like lady like and lady in lady waiting, waiting
0: the yeah lady mm-hmm. alicent who yeah, is alicent. the daughter of the hand of the king yes. lord higher tower
2: i'm not gonna lie these names are really gonna get to me <laughs> i have to remember alicent but with like a t yep alicent Alice. and then emma still has an a in front of it it for some reason. Emma. Yeah. But she's dead, so we don't have
0: to worry about remembering Uh,
2: her name.
1: No, but what I was going to say is that she tells her friend she's almost big enough to put two saddles. (laughs)
0: Like
1: a dragon. Couldn't carry two people until it's grown. Like, it's (laughs) 50 times bigger than a horse. But...
0: Yeah, they're talking about it like a pony. Yeah. But no, it's a giant dragon. You
2: can't overload that thing. It's very delicate. The suspension is very delicate. Yes, And
0: Prince Damon has his own dragon, who's a red dragon. So you know that the red dragon and the gold dragon are going to fight sometime soon oh yeah that makes hopefully sense. Yeah. very soon because who doesn't want to see dragon fighting
2: cool it daemons. it's much better Take than like dog fighting sorry go on <laughs> anyway
0: so as part of her i guess initiation into the line of succession king viserys tells rhaenyra the secret that is passed down from king to heir, which is the great winter is coming and that's something really dangerous that could destroy all men will be a part of that which we know from our experiences with game of thrones that he's referring to both the long winter and the Night King is going to come with his army of the dead and try to kill everybody. And then the episode ends with the lords of the land coming to declare fealty to both King Viserys and Princess Rhaenyra. She is made Princess of Dragonstone, which used to be Prince Daemon's title. Mm -hmm. And he gets booted out very unceremoniously. And it's the most kingly King Viserys has acted in the whole episode.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: He's sitting on the Iron Throne holding his sword because the night of the funeral, Prince Daemon rented out a whorehouse and toasted to the air for a day, referring to the dead prince.
2: Yeah. And King Viserys bad. is it's none too pleased bad. about that. Yeah, I don't know how, how he thought things. that wasn't going to get
0: back to anybody. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. bad. Oh, yeah. And it was politically, that was just a very bad move. And most of the king's council wants to get rid of Prince Daemon anyway. And then he kind of just shoots himself in the foot. Mm-hmm. If he had just kept his mouth shut, the king wasn't going to get rid of him before yeah. that.
2: I don't know what he was thinking. I guess he really thought everybody in that whorehouse was on his side. but Which
0: everybody <laughs> knows. Knows, there are ears everywhere
2: oh yeah plus in every horror house there are at least three women who aren't as into it as they're telling you that they are mm-hmm. so uh, keep that in mind next time you're making a toast in a horror house, everybody okay
0: I will definitely <laughs>
2: think about that okay
0: so that's the basic plot of the first episode friends become enemies enemies become friends there's a very attractive knight that asks for princess Rhaenyra's favor and she's kind of like "Ooh, he's nice looking yeah and lady Alicent goes to to offer condolences to the king in his yeah. chambers, yeah, yeah, I thought
1: that foreboding. was weird. I felt like her father was telling her to go seduce him. Yeah, or something. well, he
2: definitely was, and I'm very glad that they didn't have sex. Thank you, Game of Thrones, for not making them have sex. Well, at least if they did, we didn't see it. At least, if but it didn't they seem did, like didn't see King Viserys it. was, I, was he, in he, an he, amorous he, mood. No, he was not in the mood for that. No, I don't think it happened. All right, if so, it did, it was a jump scare, <laughs> and I blocked it out. You've gone into a fugue state.
0: Yeah. so uh, why don't you tell us your thoughts about this show so far Max what do you think of
2: it what do you think about the characters who do you remember (laughs) whose names Um, do you remember I'm really digging it so far the story is very compelling I thought it's a very well written episode the pacing is very good and, and the way the story flowed in this first episode was very on point it had a lot of great highs and lows and dips and it moved very smoothly and I thought it was very well done yeah it's going great so far. There's a lot of cool things to look at. I love some cool things to look at. I dug the king's sword in that scene that he was holding on to. It was a cool sword. It was a cool little sword. I like swords. I'm a props person. I believe it's a broadsword, European. It had a cool little carved pummel. It's very rugged but fancy at the same time. Yeah, I was digging it. What about you, Pam? What are your first thoughts on this show?
1: Yeah, I agree. The pace was really good. I mm-hmm. think that sword... Was that sword not Dark Sister?
0: There's the scene where Damon gives Rhaenyra the necklace she remarks that it's made of Valyrian steel just like Dark Sister I think it is Dark Sister
1: yeah I think so the first girl that he was with said you're the wielder of Dark Sister and I was like why would Damon have Dark Sister wouldn't it be the king that would have Dark Sister hmm. so I think that sword is Dark Sister
0: hmm. and um, what's the significance of Dark Sister yeah I Dark think, Sister
1: yeah. is kind of like Excalibur if you want to say it's a very very famous sword one of of its properties is that you never have to sharpen it. Oh, that's
2: cool. Hmm. That's always a pain. Does it, like, rust or do you mm, have to, like, oil it?
1: I don't know about that, but I know you don't have to sharpen it. (laughs) I would think it'd be comparable to Mandalorian steel in the Mandalorian. Mm. When he Mm. he gets that armor of steel that's really special, the Dark Sister is made out of Valerian steel. Valerian steel. Yeah, it's Mm. made out of Valerian steel and, like I said, one of its properties is that you don't have to sharpen it. Oh, neat. Does
0: Dark Sister appear in
1: Game of Thrones? I don't recall if it does, but I think that it does. Or if not, Dark Sister, it's got a twin. Like Dark Sister is a mother and now they made it into two swords. Mm. I don't know if it's particularly referenced, but I know that they have a special sword in Game Mm. of Thrones as well. It's legendary. It's Mm. legendary. But the characters are very interesting. The pace is good. It is reminiscent of Game of Thrones as far as this scene when this is happening and then they throw another scene in and then come back to the first one one, like they were doing when they were having the tournament and the queen was having the baby. Mm -hmm. That sort of editing is the same as Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. And as far as the actors go, I don't know any of them except for Matt Smith. But I thought his performance was excellent.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm very interested in the fact that so far, this is pretty much just one story. One of the things that I kind of was wary about considering getting into Game of Thrones, there's a lot of different plots to follow and way too many characters. And some people disappear for a whole season. Seasons and then come back, and I like the fact that this is focused on the Targaryens because I find them very interesting. Mm-hmm. Certainly, their hair is the most interesting.
2: Yeah, I, I love that. Blonde. I
0: love when, when men have like really nicely kept long hair. It's like the elves in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you gotta love that. I like the multiculturalness of the Targaryens. The fact that there is a African American actor playing one of them, and he has the white hair, but it's in braids. I think that's really yeah, cool. That was really cool. And I'm very interested to find out more about this. Princess Raynus or Renice. I'm not 100% sure how to say it, but yeah, seems you don't sinister,
2: really, but you, you don't, don't really, really know much of her. But, well, she has the scene at the uh, tournament though. Yeah. Yeah, and that she's, was really interesting. Yeah, she's got an agenda, you has got tell. Yeah, she's got something going on, but yeah, this is a really nice intimate story that I feel a lot more attached to than when I did try to watch Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I would say.
0: Yeah, and I think Damon is a very interesting character. You know, we watched the premiere episode twice, before we recorded this, mostly because we watched it and then didn't have a chance to record right after and several days went by. But also, I'm glad that I got to really pay attention to the characters because I wasn't focused so much Mm -hmm. on following the plot this time because I already knew what the plot was going to be. But yeah, he seems kind of like an anti-hero almost. Yeah. Because you don't know what his true motivations are. Obviously, he wants power. Obviously, he doesn't like the King's Council and he would prefer to be the Hand of the King rather than Otto Hightower. But does he wish the King... King ill and if he didn't before does he now hmm. you know he's the, he's the one saying i'm the only one that will protect you from yourself and these other people are just here to take advantage of you yeah so we don't really know what his deal is
1: yeah. we know he's not we'll a good guy but
0: we also don't know for sure that he's the villain of the story
2: yeah
1: i feel like he does love his niece yeah he's... well oh
0: he definitely does probably not in a wholesome way <laughs> uh, but you know the, t- the thing about the targaryens is that one of their deals is that usually brother's and sisters marry each other
2: oh um, okay
0: so familial marriage is not gotcha. considered to be a bad thing okay well,
1: in game of thrones they did not marry each other they just had an affair
0: hmm. well the lannisters yes but the, the targaryens in reading up on my history for this show it's very common in the lineage of the kings and queens for the brothers and the sisters to marry each other and in fact daenerys targaryen's older brother the one that was killed by uh aquaman uh, <laughs> jason <laughs> momoa his plan was to make her his bride
2: but okay. they killed him so gotcha anyway
0: okay. it's almost unusual for the targaryen men to not marry someone they're related to mm. according to the lore that i read so yeah the relationship between her and Damon is interesting but obviously this other dude the coal guy yeah who's commoner born but he took his helmet off and both girls were like "Ooh, ooh, he looks Bow, nice
2: tickle, wow,
1: wow. and i guess Damon's yeah. wife is ugly
0: well, she's in the veil
2: oh in the veil those are the mountains right i don't know she's in ve- Vale? She's in Colorado. Jonathan.
0: Well, no, the Vale is like the mountainous region. Of, okay. you know, like The Seven Kingdoms, each of them, it's like planets in Star Wars. Each region is just one thing. Mm. Like, the North is just cold and desolate, and the Vale is all mountains, and then there's, where the Tyrells live, that area is all just fields of grass.
2: Ah, the fields.
0: Yeah. The so, fields,
2: the Vale. So the,
0: the Kingdom of Westeros, the continent of Westeros, each terrain sort of has its own ruling family. And gotcha. So that's how in, it goes.
2: And the Vale they're ugly and they go skiing
0: and they like the sheep apparently okay i don't think um, they go skiing i don't think they do skiing in this
2: i'm getting it confused with veil i'm sorry dear listeners we forgive you Okay, well, you're not a listener, Jonathan. (laughs) I don't need your forgiveness. Fine. Let's
0: go. Anyway, what do we think about Princess Rhaenyra? I think she's doing a very good job in this.
2: I'm glad she's there. I think she's hashtag winning. She's doing what she was meant to do. I'm really appreciating her storyline, and it took us right there without a bunch of bull to get through, to get to there where are just like, just make her freaking queen already. They just sort of did it, which I appreciated.
0: Right, I like that she's unembarrassed. Ambitious. Yeah. It's not like she's a damsel in distress type character but she doesn't care about being queen she's yeah. happy when they think the father's gonna have a son and then the son will become the heir she's totally mm-hmm. fine with that she wants her parents to be happy she's the only one who's really concerned about the mother yeah exactly. while the mother is in the late stages of pregnancy and
1: yeah so- i think she enjoys the court life but she's not ambitious to be the ruler no but if yeah. it's put on her she will rise to the occasion yeah
2: i think this is definitely more her wheelhouse per se because she enjoys the life but she doesn't want to be the baby making factory that her mother is and told her that she's supposed to be which kind of makes me glad that the mother is the one character that really died in this because i wasn't digging her vibes honestly just because of that she was cool she was a cool mom but just her views on what woman should be was bumming me out
0: yeah and i think what's interesting is that the dynamic between king viserys and princess rhaenyra they don't seem to have a super close relationship yeah he was close obviously with the mother and she was close with the mother. But now the mother is gone and I think it'll be interesting to see how their relationship develops. Yeah. Plus he's got that thing on his back. Yeah. It's like a little cut. Like a
2: oozing sore on yeah, his back, which is why cut by the iron throne. I
0: don't understand the iron throne. This king melted the swords of all of his enemies and turned it into a throne.
2: But could you not like put a cushion on that thing? No, it's got to hurt. Why does it have to hurt? So you can concentrate better on being kingly. Oh.
1: Well, I think it kind of had a meaning, the fact that he got injured by it because his brother told him, you're not a strong leader, you're just kind of weak. And I think that's why he got hurt by the throne. Mm. If you're a strong leader, the throne won't hurt you. Mm. Ah, gotcha. Well,
0: the other thing I know about the Targaryens is that they say that fire can't kill them because they have the blood of dragons. Ah, uh,
2: They set them on fire at the funeral. Yes. That, uh, well, they're already so,
0: dead. Yeah. So fire didn't kill them. So
2: they become unfireproof once they die.
0: I don't know. But, but Daenerys like... was in fire and didn't burn. Okay. right? Daenerys Targaryen, she was in a building that was set on fire. And then she walked out. Apparently all her clothes burned off, but she uh-huh. walked out unscathed. And that's how she hatched the three dragons that she had in her show.
2: Oh, that sounds cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think fire doesn't hurt them.
0: Okay. Only if they're already dead. Gotcha,
2: and then it hurts them a lot.
0: It doesn't hurt them because it hurts they're dead. So much. <laughs> they don't feel pain once they're dead.
2: How do you go to bed dead and wake up alive?
0: You don't. Okay, that's, that's not how okay. life works. Anyways. any other thoughts from any of our panelists about the show so
2: far? No, it's I'm good. Just excited and, to I'm excited see the to episodes. See yeah, I'm excited for it.
0: Yeah, I think this has the potential to be very gripping drama. There was a lot of cool imagery. It looks fantastic.
2: It does. It looks great. It does
0: not look cheap.
2: No, the costumes are gorgeous
0: the cinematography is great the dragons look great yeah you can tell they've put a lot of money into this and it looks very professional i really like the acting
2: yeah the acting. there was a lot of
0: drama that took place in this one episode yeah and the queen dies and the king is upset and depressed and his performance was really really good as well Mm
2: -hmm. i can't find a fault in anyone's acting in this episode it was all good
0: there is quite a
2: few characters to keep track
0: of yeah fortunately they're all in one place and they're all pretty distinct and close cap captioning will help those of you who oh, are watching yeah. this show For sure. because they call out people's names in the closed captioning to help you keep track of who's who yeah but and I, re- also, I just really like the guy with the braids yeah he's gonna throw down with somebody
2: that'll be cool that'll be cool Scene once he does that
1: you should watch it kind of in the dark not in the super dark but there are dark scenes that if you're watching it with the sun you know in a bright room yeah you'll yeah. miss what's happening so you yeah.
2: should watch this with western facing light slightly with your shades half closed pointed mm-hmm. upwards Yes, sounds brilliant. Or and, you could just watch yeah. it at night. Yeah, or you could watch it at night,
0: which we're going to do
2: later on in the later day after tonight, this recording. We'll watch the we're going to watch episode.
0: episode two. Woo! And then we will record another recap. <laughs> recap. <laughs> Keep it in. I dare you. <laughs> no, no. Recap is what we did for the last show that we covered. Yeah. Hopefully, this will not be a recap. Hopefully, no. it'll just be a recap. There we go. <laughs> but thank you all for listening, and uh, we're going to pass this off to Max.
2: And that's our show, everyone. On behalf of my co-hosts and myself, I want to thank our listeners for joining us each week. Thank you for liking, subscribing, downloading, and leaving those five-star reviews. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at at gmail.com or check the description of this episode for all our links to our social media. We love engaging with our fans, so please send us an email, DM, tweet, hit us up. Goodbye for now. Goodbye, Jonathan. Goodbye, Pam. Goodbye everyone goodbye talk to you soon (laughs) this episode of what do you mean you've never seen was edited by jonathan cologne and max ableman our episodes and digital content are produced by Max Abelman. Your hosts are our writer, Jonathan Cologne, producer, Max Abelman, and head of social media and community outreach, Jennifer Branch. All artwork for our show is created by James Alexander with Pleasant View Designs. Check the links in the description below for more information on how to follow the show and subscribe to our Patreon. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you at the movies!